Hi everyone, today is November 14th, 2020, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week, we start the Kaiba Cup, so this is the Kaiba Cup for this month. goes on for about two weeks, a little less than two weeks this week, and then all of next week, so going to go on to the 22nd. So still going through the first stage of the Kaiba Cup. The next stage probably begins on Thursday. So, you know, it's all about the rewards at this point. A few things to go over this week. The um, 5 billion duels campaign, we'll talk about that. Um, Duel quest card, ranked duels cards. Finish off the Shark Fang box with some of the notable R's and N's from that box as well. So a lot of odds and ends in this episode. I'm also going to do a deck spotlight with Car Curries. A lot of esports to talk about as well. This week in the duel world, uh, once the Kaiba Cup started, I stopped dawdling around in ranked duels. Because I wasn't really getting anywhere in Legend with the decks I was playing. So I just ran um, into... Yeah, so I went to the Kaiba Cup with Car Curries. I'm currently at stage uh, 19 or rank ni- level 19, DLV, DLV 19. So um, just about to crack 20. I did get to the promotion match. You have to win like four in a row, which is a bit annoying. Four or five in a row, and I wasn't able to do it. So just trying not to derank at this point and should hit DLV 20 probably today. So. Unless it goes to 25, that would be kind of annoying, but I think it's 20. Uh, and we'll do the deck spotlight of that. So, about the deck spotlight, I want to dedicate this episode to Doug Dimmaduel. Doug Dimmaduel, because of the availability of life, or life happens, won't be doing his casual decks of the week of this podcast for the foreseeable future. Uh, maybe we'll see him in the future. I don't know, but... Uh, I want to thank Doug for doing his deck spotlights probably for like the last year and a half. Pretty much jumped in when Deck Tech left the podcast, so um, definitely helped a lot. Cool to see some of his decks uh, every week. Um, even some some situations where you don't think you need a deck for certain things like auto-dueling, he had those uh, different ideas about different archetypes that I didn't know about at all, so want to thank Doug for his service uh, to this podcast. See you around in the future, buddy. All right, let's get to eSports. Duel Links Meta Weekly 150. I don't even know where it is. Here it is. So, yeah, Shirinui are just everywhere. Invoked Magician Girl is actually number two in the, in the um, frequency as well. Invoked Hero as well. So a lot of Invoked decks, obviously. First place, Lore, Roma, CCG, Mythic, Depths, Sea Stealth Attack, Crystrons. Uh, Crystrons themselves are a bit are a bit fighting between two things. There's the um, full-on Psychic Wielder version, and then there's the Sea Stealth version, and then there's the Hybrid version. So this is the Hybrid version. Two Psychic Wielders, one Citadel Will, and three Sea Stealth Attacks. You typically don't see the full complement of three Sea Stealth. Um, there are some other cards you can use. Um, we've seen Forbidden Lances. Um, Inverse Universe is a trap card, for example. So uh, different cards have shown up in the area. 
This one kind of combines them both again. Um, fewer copies of Genic Controller. Some decks run two of them. There's only one of these. Fewer of those tech cards like I mentioned before. This deck's pretty strong once it gets going. I've been defeated a few times in the KC Cup by this deck. Um, if you get off like a like a Chain Destruction on like a Crystron Citri or something, something like that. Uh, chain Destruction on a Psychic Wielder. It's a pretty good play, but otherwise they're very hard to beat. Second place, Myth Yard, level duplication, combo Shirinoi. This is the full-on combo Shirinoi version. You could tell by the cards they use. They run the Spirit Master, Samurai, level 3, uh, Tuner, Spectral Sword, of course. Uh, Ghost Meets Girl, three copies of that card. And three copies of Sealing Ceremony of Catan. We've seen them be 20 cards. This is a 25-card version. Um, yeah, they usually run the Diamond Dire Wolf as well. Top 4, Luca, Fateha, level duplication, control Shirinui. This is the more boring version that we just keep seeing and seeing. Despite all the nerfs, it's always here. 3, Gozuki, 2, Solitaire, 2, Squire, 2, Spectral Sword, 3, Forbidden Lance, 3, Ballista Squad, 3, Phoenix Chain, 2, Floodgate. Very clean list. Um, all of the Synchro Monsters are intact as well. Top 4, Dimitri with Dual Fuel, Evil Eye. This is a new deck. Evil Eyes aren't new, but it's the first implementation of Dual Fuel that we see. That skill is a Yuma and Astro skill, where um, if you have lower life points to your opponent, you gain a 1,000. You could use it twice per duel. Now what this does is it activates your abilities. Let's see which one it does. Not Medusa. I guess it just helps you pay for your life points because your your monsters get strengthened when you lose life points. Like the Evil Eye of Selene, the monster gains 500 uh, and you lose 500. And then you also pay 1,000 to banish stuff from their graveyard. So yeah, dual fuel just helps fuel the abilities, of course, of this costs. And the strength of Evil Eye is banishing stuff from the graveyard. But I did face a deck where I was running Necro Valley and they couldn't do anything. This deck does run Storm though, so I guess they couldn't find their Storm. Next tournament is Potato Cup 5. First place, Mellow with Cyber Style Cyber Dragons. Cyber Dragons are still around. You're going to face them in the Kaiba Cup rarely now, I think, but um, still around. One copy of Cyber Dragon, two Cyber Dragon Veer, three Cyber Dragon Core. 3 Cosmic Cyclone, 2 Fusion Gate, 3 Cyberload Fusion, 2 Cybernetic Fusion Support, 2 Storms, 2 Cybernetic Overflows. Second place, Mordecai, Balance, Weather Painters. I think Weather Painters have a chance to become a deck that gets better and better over time. They really don't didn't run an, an extra deck before XZs came. Now they have the complement of Rank 3 XZs because all their monsters are Rank 3. And they're going to get more and more options as time goes on. So the deck itself, three Weather Painter Snow, three Thunder, one Cloud, and then the spells, two Valhalla, three Snowy Canvas, and two Cloudy Canvas, Trap Cards, two Karma Cut, two Rainbow Life, two Thundery Canvas, three Hallowed Life Barrier. So there's a lot of stall components in the deck. And then the extra deck, one Trishula, uh, one number 17 Leviathan Dragon. This card isn't great. 
Um, it's probably going to phase out when we get better at rank threes. One antidote nurse, two mellow Mel- melody, the brass gin, one tem tempo, the percussion gin, and one wind up zen minus. And top four, Theoso, Master of Fusion, Lunalite. Still a, a decent deck, fine deck for climbing. The Kaiba Cup with. Um, nothing is different about this deck. It does run three copies of Karibo, though. Regular Karibo. And top four, Peralta, Destiny, Draw, Invoked, Magician, Girl. So typically with this deck, we see Draw Sense Dark. Here, it's pretty much the same. Like, there's more flexibility. You don't have to draw the Invoker, but most of the time, you are going to draw the Invoker. You're going to go for that play. Um, otherwise, nothing new here. Next tournament is Duel Links Taiwan Weekly 125. Top first place, Sachi level duplication control, Shiranui. Not much to say here. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything to say about Shiranui. It does have it does um, these uh, Taiwanese tournaments. They do run side decks though, so DD Crow is in the side deck. I've seen it a bunch of times. I've seen it a bunch of times in decks. I mean. Second place, no no level duplication. Christrons. This is the pure psychic wielder version. No copies of uh, Sea Stealth Attack or Citadel Whale. And also, notably, it runs two copies of Christron Impact with no uh, Ryan in it. I guess the level duplication kind of makes that null. Top four, Queer Hertz, Balanced Dark Magician. You don't see Dark Magician a ton in the tournament scene, but you still see it plenty on uh, Ladder or in the Kaiba Cup, of course. One of the decks that that still doesn't go away, but um, it does it does have some XZ's plays in this version. Um, I mean, I have Tamias. You're going for those fusion plays, but you don't have to run like three Dark Calvaries if you have them or anything. So, you know, they made some space for some level threes, and of course, number twenty seven. I mean, number twenty eight, Titanic Moth, which works pretty well with the deck, given that you can summon two Dark Magicians or two level seven monsters with Magician's Navigation. And top four, this translates to IE Psy, uh, level duplication, control Shiranui. Again, this is the same old deck. Three Gozuki, two Solitaire, two Squire, two Spectral Sword, and a bunch of crap. Um, a lot of different trap cards, though. The, we, one of the ones, the first ones we saw is very clean. This one has a whole assortment of trap cards. All right, enough Shiranui decks. Uh, meta tier list update. No updates to the tier list this week. First place, Chris Drons and Karakuri. Uh, they are both machine decks, though. So note that. So System Down could be a pretty good uh, tech card if you have a spot for one spell. Tier 2, Combo Shiranui, Control Shiranui, Invoke Magician Girls. Still, uh, all these decks. All these decks can get shut down by a similar card, and that is um, Chain Destruction. Chain Destruction can hit Alistair's out of the deck, can hit the um, Solitaire's out of the deck. Uh, yeah. Chain destruction works. So there's a similarity. The first two can get hit by system down. Second two can get hit by chain destruction. Tier three, we have black wings, kind of the OTK deck here. And that is it. So Kaiba Cup. Kaiba Cup's going on. The notable thing about this Kaiba Cup is the gem nerf. People have noticed that... Um, I think at some point we were hitting 150 and 200. Here, it's going to be like 100, 110, 120, 130 at level 20. So 
That would have been 200. I'm not going to go into the math about how many gems we lose from this, but there is that other campaign going on at the same time. So I'm not really sure how many um, gems we are losing. But from these decks, stage one DLV max decks, literally the first card curry deck is the one I copied and I added one card to it. Because I found there was a consistency issue with the monsters. It's Kiss Shots Car Curry deck. So I'll talk about that deck. But let's see. Uh, level duplication. Crystron's Destiny Draw Invoked. Luna Lights. Draw Sense Dark Invoked. Magician Girl Balance. Magnet Warriors. Destiny Draw. Dragoonity. Cyber Style Cyber Dragons. Bring It. Destiny Hero. Infernities. Balance Dark Magician, Restart Karakuri, Cyber Dragons, Destiny Draw, Dragoonity, Draw Sense Dark, Gearges, that's pretty cool, Invoked Gearges, another Invoked Gearges, Territory of the Sharks deck, oh this is pretty cool, so this Mako player has Territory of the Sharks, kind of like the deck we see though, it's the Gradle Alien Water deck, so three Mermaid Sharks, that's kind of expensive, Three Angler, Silent Angler, three Gradle Slime Jr., one Cosmic, three Forbidden Lance, two Gradle Impact, three Paleozoic Canadia, and two Karma Cuts. See you later, Ritual Beast, Restart Car Curry, Balance Triamid, Restart Car Curry, Restart Car Curry, Spell Specialist, um, Magnet Warrior, on Onomata Play, um, I don't know what you call this deck. Utopic, Zubaba. It's like all of them. Level Duplication Shirinui. Restart Karakuri. Anamata Play. Balanced Dark Magician. Mythic Depths. Sea Style of Crystrons. This one's interesting. What Grows in the Graveyard? Dark Lords with Spores. It's kind of like a Chain Beat deck. But it has... Um, Dark Lords. That's interesting. Alternative Evolution Blue Eyes. Destiny Draw. Goonity. Territory of the Sharks. Uh, water Deck. This is a little different of a Water Deck. It still has the Gradles. That seems to be a core part of the deck. Gradle, Impact Gradle, Slime Jr. Two Deep Sea Diva. Three Silent Angler. And one Atlantean Heavy Infantry. Endless Trap Helguki. Territory of the Sharks again from Shiny Sophion. This is better than the other one because the other deck requires uh, Mermaid Shark, three copies. This one you just need the Silent Angler, so you just need to buy through the box and get an SR for Silent Angler. Cyber Dragons, Dragoonities, Karkuris, Destiny Heroes, Black Wings, Black Wings. Oh, this is a cool one. Um... This is World Legacy Machina Spore Akiza deck. So it's a World Legacy deck. It's pretty cool. Infernities, Triamids, Onomata Play, um, the Mono Stun. Okay, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of cool uh, decks here. Let's talk about our deck. So our deck is Harkuris, inspired of Kiss Shot's deck. 
and I just added one card to it. So restart deck, two copies of uh, Karakuri Bonzi model 963 Kunam's on. Of course, this is the card that you need to get into your level 7 plays with the Merchant. One copy of Karakuri Muso model 818 Hypa. This is the card I just added for some muscle. And yeah, just to help out the consistency of the deck. One copy of Karakuri Komachi model 224 Nishi. This is semi-limited, so let's you... You only need just one of these cards. Um, but she's like the only tuner of the deck, so she's important. Three copies of the Merchant, Karakuri Merchant model 177 Anasashi. This combos with the um, Bonzi. One copy of Necro Valley. One copy of Cosmic Cyclone. Two copies of Karakuri Cash Cache. One copy of Hey Trunade. Two copies of Gamma Oil. And then a whole assortment of trap cards to fit Restart. One Fiendish Chain. One Chain Disappearance. One Karakuri Cash In. One Karma Cut. One Bad Aim. One Debunk. One Cash Shed. And then the extra deck's very simple. Two copies of Karakuri Shogun Model 00 Burai. One copy of Star Eater, one copy of Karakuri Steel Shogun Model 00 Exporado, one copy of Samurai Destroyer, one copy of Super Heavy Samurai Swordsmaster Musashi, and one copy of Deskbot Jet. When you're playing Restart, you're looking for certain things, and it depends how greedy you are. You don't want a brick, of course, that's when you restart. But you're looking for just one merchant, and with that one merchant, you draw into Kunamzan. And then you get into your level 7 synchro play. And then you get to special summon a monster from the deck. Now what that monster is depends on what you have in your hand. Typically you will go for Nanishi, you special summon Nanishi. And in your hand, if you have either Karakuri Cash Cache or Merchant, you would play that card. You would play the Merchant. You would draw Gamma Oil. You would Synchro Summon into level 5 uh, Super Heavy Samurai. That lets you get a monster back from the graveyard. So you typically get another merchant back. Now you play Gamma Oil on the Nanishi that's in the graveyard. Turn that into a level 8 sum Summon, uh, Synchro Summon into Beredo. And with the level 8 Beredo, you can either play the other Kunamzan in your deck or you could play Hypa. I prefer Kunamzan. Because Hyper is always going to be a switch to defense, and it's just 1100 defense. Hyper you want to use when you're going second and attacking, typically. Now, Kunam's in is tricky, um, because it always flips positions into attack and defense. So you typically want to leave in defense in case they swing into it with a monster with less than 2,000 attack. Between 2,000 and 15. They're going to swing into it and get killed, because Kunam's in will switch to attack mode. And typically with that third monster, you want to keep them in defense because you want cash shed. You're going to flip them that turn with uh, Burai because you're going to want to draw a card from Barreto. So you're going to play a monster, flip them into a position. And typically I like to flip them to defense so cash shed can activate. That's pretty much the deck. Yeah, that's the deck. And of course, how greedy with it is how skillful Restart is. I can't say I'm the most skilled with Restart. Um, 
I tend to be less greedy. I think I I would go for it um, even if I don't have the combo sometimes. So hard to say how greedy you are as a person and a duelist, but it is what it is. All right, so there's this new thing going on called the Five Billion Duels campaign. There've been five billion PVP duels, so a special campaign is going away where we get to vote. We vote for the ace monster from the Yu-Gi-Oh series, as well as popular archetypes used in Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links. And then they're going to create some accessories. Hard sleeves, game mat, and icon. One of each for A and B. This goes on for a bit until November 30th, so we still have a few weeks. And the result will be announced on December 6th. I already voted... Let me see if they can take me to the website. You have to vote again, I guess. So, you get to pick your Ace Monster, Dark Magician, Blue Eyes, Neos, Stardust, or Utopia. I'm picking Utopia again. And then, you pick your favorite archetype from Duel Links. So, it's literally every meta deck that has ever existed in the game. Um... So there's a lot of them. I'm going to pick Harpies now just for the hell of it. I think I picked um, Vampires first, but we already have a Vampire one. That's kind of crazy. Alright, so I voted twice. So there you go. Um, oh, they, they do give us stuff though. They give us a Dream Ticket. We do get a UR Dream Ticket from this. So that's the best thing to come out of this 5 billion duels campaign. We got 500 gems. This could be the reason why they nerfed the Kaiba Cup rewards. Um, so I'm not going to complain about that because we do get this 5 billion duels campaign. Alright. Duel quest. Not sure if it's still going on. No, duel quest is not going on. Alright. So this was from last week and we got a card called Mira the Starbearer look it up on the fly unfortunately all right so this card is let's see warrior light warrior rank 1 1100 attack 1000 defense requires three level one monsters if this face of card would be destroyed you can detach an xyz material from this card instead level four or lower monsters you control cannot be destroyed by card effects so there's a combo here there's a card called d boys we got a while back and D-Boys, you flip it up, you lose 2,000 life points, and you could, you could special summon two D-Boys from your deck. Now you have three level 1 monsters, and then you can make Mirror the Star Bearer. Good combo here, you lose 2,000 life points, and you can activate a dual skill. So any of those dual skills that require 2,000 or 1,800 or 1,500 loss, D-Boys got your back. So then besides that, you make Mira. Mira's a stall card. It prevents against mass destruction, so like Black Rose Dragon or whatever, blowing up your board. This will prevent that from being, from happening. It'll prevent you could detach a material, save this monster. Also, any other targeted ability that tries to destroy this card, you can do that too. Level four lower monsters cannot be destroyed by card effects, so all those monsters are safe. Unfortunately, your back row isn't. Um. Ubel decks do that too. They kind of blow up your board. You could save your deck against Ubel decks. 
Now, Miura is vulnerable to attacks, though, so it could get destroyed. Um, so you have to use the materials, the three Xyz materials to protect it. Otherwise, you're going to have to complement Miura with a lot of stall and control traps. So it's going to be some kind of stall card. Um, I'm not sure what else it would be. Um, if you're running a Paleozoic deck, all those monsters could get saved by Mira, but they could get attacked as well, so I guess, I don't know. Uh, not much use for this card, but it is a stall card for sure. Alright. Um, ranked Dual Rewards. This is two weeks overdue. Ranked Dual Rewards for the, rank, for the month of November. First card is a UR slot, which we don't get many of. Seven Swords Warrior, Synchro Monster, level 7 Warrior Synchro, generic requirements 2300, 1800. Once per turn, when an equipped spell is equipped to this card, inflict 400 damage to your opponent. Once per turn, you can target one equipped card, equip this card, send it to the graveyard. When an equipped card equipped to this card is sent to the graveyard, you can target one face-up monster your opponent controls and destroy it. This is generic level 7, which is tough to compete with because level 7 is traditionally the best slot for Synchro Monsters. And this card's not that bad. It's not great, but it's not that bad. It's a build-around card for decks that run equip spells. Evil Eyes, Noble Knights. Noble Knights is probably the best because you equip those things to Warriors, those sword cards to Warriors. So this card is a Warrior. And you could transfer the... Um, Equip spells around, and you can activate different abilities of the Noble Knights. That's pretty cool. TCG card inflicts 800 damage, so this is nerfed 400 damage, which isn't too little. We've seen cards get nerfed to like 50 burn, and that's pretty bad. So this is, you know, 400. It's not bad. And then you could control your opponent's board, so you could equip cards, send them to the graveyard, destroy monsters. So decent control here. And note that Leo runs a lot of equip skills. So equipment exchange, equipment restock or whatever. So a lot of stuff. Overall, this is a build around monster level 7. That's going to be the tough part about it is building a deck around this guy. Getting a level 7 synchro monster is not the hardest thing in the world, but it's just matching up all those equips. If you're running noble knights, it's going to be less consistent because it's trying to build around the 7 swords warrior. So yeah, it's going to be more of the challenge of getting the card, like a deck for the card. But at the same time, we've seen worse synchro monsters. We've seen worse extra deck monsters. This one isn't that bad. It does a lot of things. But it's just the process of building a deck around it, which would be the obstacle. Next card's more simple. It's from the SR slot, so you could get all of them right away. Gem Knight Pearl, um, Rock Earth Monster, level f rank 4 Xyz of just 2 level 4 monsters, 2600 attack, 1900 defense, no abilities. So, Gem Knights are dead, so this, is, this doesn't have anything to do with Gem Knights, it's just a generic extra deck monster. And you can do it easily, 2 level 4 monsters of any type. And... This is similar to the trader card we got, Gaga Gigo the Risen. That's three monsters, level four, 
2950. So 350 attack for one less monster. I think Gem, Gem Knight Pearl is going to see more play than Gagagigo the Risen. It's much easier to have those two materials on a monster. Easier just to do this. And it's a beater. 2600 attack. You can pretty much just do it in one play too. So it's pretty nice. Um, a lot of a lot of those water cards we got, you just play one monster and you got two level 4 monsters. So pretty easy to do. Um, it's similar to Gagagigo the Risen. It doesn't do anything with its XC's materials. So there are some generic XC's helper cards that would make some use of those cards. It does have... Well, it has 1900 defense. Well, it has 0 defense. Um, so yeah. I think this card will see some play... You're just going to need a beater sometimes. If we get better XC's materials down the line, this card probably will see less play, but right now, for now, I think it definitely will be useful for some rank 4 extra decks. Alright, so the last thing in this podcast that we're going to discuss today is going over the rest of Shark Fang. I think it's been determined that Shark Fang isn't a great box to invest in if you're low on gems, but I think it is worth getting once of for some of the XC's monsters. Um, you don't need a ton of them. Um, of course, you're going to need this deck if you're building elemental heroes. So uh, get, get your copies of Stratus for this box. But otherwise, if you are very, if you, if you have a deck that already works, that's already competitive in the meta, I would not go for this box. But something to do when you have extra gems and you do want to get some of these um, these XC's monsters. So, on to the R's and N's. First one is number 28, Titanic Moth, Fire Insect, 2 level 7 monsters, 2400 attack, 2200 defense. If you control no other monsters, this card can attack directly, but when it does, using this effect, battle damage is, is, is inflicted as half. When this card inflicts battle damage to your opponent, you can detach an XZ's material, inflict 250 damage to your opponent for each card in their hand. So this is pretty hard to do, level 7, 2 level 7s, but there's ways, as mentioned before, Dark Magician is the easiest one, so every Dark Magician deck should run this card in their extra deck. And of course, um, some Odeon decks, they run Statue of Anguish Patterns, so that's two. That's a level 7 monster as well. 6 on the board has high defense, so it's another card that works for those, those Odeon decks because they stall and burn at the same time. This card is kind of like the cyber, uh, cyber dark. I forget which one's called. Um, the one that attacks directly, but it's gonna hit for twelve hundred, and then you can detach an XZ's and inflict some burn. So, nice card to have for your level sevens. Next card is number forty-five, Crumble Logos, the Prophet of Demolition, rank two, Zombie. Two level two monsters, um, two or more. So it could be. This one's interesting. It's two or more level two monsters. So it could be three level two monsters. Uh, Twenty two hundred attack, zero defense. Once per turn, you can detach an XC's material. Target one other face up card on the field. While this monster is face up on the field, that target has its effects negated. While this target is on the field, cards of the same name as that target or in their effect cannot be activated. So actually, I was playing Spellbooks before the Kaiba Cup. I was playing Spellbooks um, in Ranked, I believe. And because they run the Blue Boy, 
you could run number 45 in spellbooks. Now, it's not a quick effect. This ability where you negate an effect is not a quick effect, so you can only do it on your turn. You can't use it to disrupt your opponent's play, so that's, that's a downside. Like You can't really tell from reading the effect. What this does do is it can hit Necro Valley. You can detach material, make Necro Valley useless. You could use it on Fiendish Chain. So there's things this card can do that could be pretty disruptive. Now know that when you're playing Spellbooks, you can't protect this with any of those abilities. So any of those cards only work with Spellcasters. So there's the Shining Elf for those decks. But if you have an extra slot, you need a beater, 2200 attack beater. You need a something just to disrupt the Fiendish Chain or disrupt the Necro Valley. This is the card to do it with. Alright, Evil Swarm Thanatos, rank 4, Fiend, 2 level 4 Dark Monsters, 2350, 1350. Once per turn, quick effect, you can detach a material from this card. This card's unaffected by other monster effects this turn. This doesn't seem too useful. It prevents it from getting destroyed. That's pretty much the main thing. So if it gets targeted or banished, um, you can just block th- block that. But your opponent should know not to hit this with an effect and to destroy it. It's more useful to get not affected by spells and traps, I think. Alright, Evigishki, Marrowgeist, rank 4, 2 level 4 monsters, 2100 attack, 1600 defense. After damage calculation, if this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, you can detach an Exodus material from this card, shuffle the destroyed monster into the deck instead of sending it into the graveyard. This is a decent card. Um, there's a similar card, Eren, the Lightsworn Monk, sends it back to the deck instead of the graveyard. And in some ways, in Dual Links, that's better. Kind of wasting their resources, because the graveyard, sending things into the graveyard and resurrecting them is pretty easy to do in Dual Links. It's very common. So that's why Necro Valley is often a main deck card. So Evagishi, Marrowgeist, stats aren't amazing. Pretty lackluster, you have to win a battle. But in the end, it's a useful rank 4 XC's card because sending it back into the deck is a hit on their resources. Mermail Abyssrite, rank 3 Sea Serpent, requires 3 level 3 monsters, 1600 attack, 2800 defense. During either player's turn, when your opponent targets exactly one Mermail monster you control for an attack, or with a spell or trap that can that could have targeted this card, you can detach an Exodus material. The attack and effect now targets this card. When this card is destroyed and sent to the graveyard, you can target one Mermail monster in your graveyard, except for this one, Special Summon It. So it's kind of like a boss monster. Uh, it works with any generic level 3, but specific, specifically for Mermails. 2800 defense absorbs all effects against Mermails, and then you get to basically take the hit and then resurrect something. Alright, next one is Submersible Carrier Arrow Shark, rank 3 Fish, 2 level 3 monsters, 1900 attack, 1000 defense. Once per turn, you can detach an XDS material from this card, inflict 50 damage to your opponent for each of your banished monsters. This is pretty bad. Um, it never was a big burner, now it's nerfed to 50. Um, there's only so many cards you can banish 
in uh, your deck. There's this border banish thing going on, but it's not going to be a lot. 50 damage is very little. Soul of Silver Mountain, rank 3, rock, 2, level 3, earth monsters, 1800, 2, Once per turn, you can attach an Xyz material from this card to target one set card in your opponent's spell or trap zone. Cannot be activated while this card's face up on the field. If this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle, while it has Xyz material, you can target an earth monster in your graveyard, special summon, and defense. Bit of like Sergeant Electro going on here. You have to use an Xyz material though, so it could really just hit one card. Maybe two. So, solid. Sergeant Electro always was a good card. And this is similar. Now, if it still has an Xyz material, you can hit something and special summon a Earth Monster in your graveyard. Useful card for air decks that run level 3 Earth Monsters. Last Xyz card is number 56 Gold Rat, rank 1. Three level one monsters, five hundred attack, six hundred defense. Once per turn, you can attach an Xyz material from this card. Draw a card, shuffle one into your deck. This is switcheroo in a monster. Basically, it requires three level one monsters. So D boys can work again to do the combo, but then you're left with not much. You're left with two thousand life points and a five hundred attack, six hundred attack monster. So whatever you need for like drawing cards and stuff, but. In ranked duels, it seems a bit too uh, costly to play. More of a farming card. Alright, all the XDs are discussed. Let's talk about some of the other notable R's and N's. Steel Swarm Sting. Dark, level 4. Fiends, 1850-0. When this card you control is sent to the graveyard target, one face of Ritual, Fusion, or Synchro Monster on the field and destroy it. So, we are entering XDs, and this card does nothing to XDs. Um... Most monsters in the meta are Synchro Monsters, though, so this does hit Synchro Monsters. It can hit Dark Calvary or Neos Fusion, Brave Neos. Um, any Ritual Monsters we see is going to hit them, too. So, it's a generic tech card. It, it's a Steel Swarm Monster, but it has nothing to do with Steel Swarm, so you could just run it. Um, and it's sent to your graveyard. It's not destroyed. So you can send this card to the graveyard yourself. You can tribute summon this card. So Steel Storm Sting is a decent card. Um decent tech card. Go 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 giant level four rock two thousand attack zero defense. When this is normal summoned you can target a go 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 monster in your graveyard special summon and defense. Change this to defense. So yeah this is a generic XE summon setup card for the automat archetype. Thriller Rabica, level 3 fish, 700 attack, 1500 defense. When a fish, sea serpent, or aqua monster you control is targeted for an attack, you can banish this from the graveyard, target the attacking monster, negate the attack, loses 500 attack until the end of the next turn. This is a bit like Bacon Saver, with an additional attrition. Um, doesn't protect you, it protects the monster though, so less functional in that regard, but it can function as Bacon Saver. Shocktopus. Something happened with my stuff here. Shocktopus, level 4, 1600, 800 fish. When this card is destroyed by battle by an opponent's monster and sent to the graveyard, you can equip this card to that opponent's monster. Its attack becomes 0. Can't change its battle position. 
This is like Luna Light Crimson Fox or Giga Gloves. Little situational though. Double Shark Level 4 Fish 1200 1600. When this card's normal summoned, you can reduce the levels of all level 4 fish monsters by 1. It can make a second attack during each battle phase. This is set up for rank 3 XE summoning. So it's useful for. Um, there was a card, Leviathan or whatever. Double Fin Shark, level 4, Fish, 1,200. When this card is normal summoned, you can target a level 3 or 4 Water Fish Monster in your graveyard, special summon in defense. Yep. Another Water XC's Summoner there. Kaiser Sea Snake, level 8, Sea Serpent, 2,500 attack, 1,000 defense. If your opponent controls a monster and you control none, you can special summon this card from your hand. You can only special summon Kaiser Sea Snake once per turn this way. When summoned this way, you can special summon one level 8 Sea Serpent monster from your hand or graveyard, but its attack becomes 0. If this card is special summoned, its level becomes 4 and its original attack becomes 0. This can get. This is your path to rank 8 XC summoning. So, pretty easy to get this card out for free. Then you get another one out. And then you have to play Forbidden Chalice on this card originally, so you can make this card not turn to level 4. So then you have two level 8s. Pretty good. Princess of Suruji. This is an old card. Level 3 Warrior 900-700 Flip Effect. Inflict 250 damage to your opponent for each spell or trap on your opponent's side of the field. So this is originally 500, got nerfed to 250. Potential burn, you could keep bringing it back. And in the last, there's a lot of little burn tools in this set. But the best one's Cracking, Continuous Spell. Once per turn, when, it, when a monster is sent from the field to the graveyard by card effect, inflict 400 damage to the owner of the monster. Coffin Seller is better. It's 300 for every monster for whatever ability. I think it's any card. So Coffin Seller really hits at it. But Cracking, you can do kind of some kind of like you bell thing with this too. So you could keep sending your opponent's monsters by card effect and then threaten them with the ultimate form of you bell. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this deck in this uh box. I would just get it for the XC's monsters um or elemental hero stratus. Silent angler is a really good card. Yeah. Just for the monsters, pretty much. So that is it. That's it for this uh, week. Upcoming news. Kaiba Cup rolls on. We're going to get Stage 2 on the 19th, so we still have a few days. Make sure you get through Stage 1. Mid-November, Tour Guide Bingo. New SR card called Attribute Bomb. Mid-November, Mission Circuit. New SR card, Blizzard Lizard. Late November, Dimensional Disaster, Buster Gundle. New UR Guy of the Fierce Nut Origin, new SR Magician's Valkyria, late November DSOD Taya gets retired, late November Dual Quest, new SR card Nurmay Knight, and early December DD Castle Assault, we get Axel Brody. So that is it for the podcast for the week. Thank you very much for listening. Search and subscribe to this podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Just search the Dual Assessment, and you'll find it. All these notes are on the dualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything dualassessment at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at dual underscore assessment. All right. Thanks for listening. Good luck in the Kyber Cup. I'll see you next time.